Hey everybody, welcome back to the BA Podcast. This is where we give you no-nonsense arguments mixed with a heap of nonsense from Zach over here. This is where we talk about all things important and exciting in life like sports, outdoors, theology, and how we show you that Christ is the center of all. Yeah, whether you like it or not. I'm your host, Jordan, and this person over here. Person, huh? I'm a person Yeah, now? you've upgraded. Dude. You're an actual living person. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. So. You didn't introduce yourself. Who, who you're is supposed this to, person you're supposed on to the other mic? me. Oh. You're like the guy when the in the old medieval times would be, hear ye, hear ye, and uh, then introduce the people as they walk into the room. This is Zach. He's, <laughs> he's stupid with two O's. Two of them. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> make a joke. But that was not in good taste. Anyways, yeah, today's show is going to be about the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about what it is, why we need it, some misconceptions, and how it's under attack. And could it be biblical? But first, since we're all we're talking about Second Amendment, which entails guns, we actually have some exclusive audio from a recent 911 call and the new policies on responding to crime. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Help! There's someone in my house, and I don't. I think they're armed. What do I do? Please send the police. Okay, okay. Don't panic. I'm going to transfer you to someone who can help. Welcome to Social Heroes in Training, or for short, where we take a nonviolent approach to your very own life-threatening situations. We currently boast a three percent success rate and declining. How can I disarm you today? Please, there's an intruder in my house. I think they might have a gun. I need help. No need to worry. I am immediately deploying my best social worker to your location. They should be there in the next three to five days. In the meantime, let me get your name, gender, sexual orientation, and preferred pronouns. I'm also going to need the same from the intruder, if you don't mind. How is this helpful at all? I can hear him right outside. Please, I think he wants to kill me. There, there. Please, stay calm. And don't assume gender's here. That's probably why. Hmm. Only 2% now. So, Jordan, the Second Amendment. Why do we need it? What is it? Why did it take him two tries to make up? Two tries to make up? What? (laughs) To make amends. Oh, I, that's such a stupid What joke, happened the Zach. first time? <laughs> is, it, is this not what I think it is? No. Oh, no. So what, so, so what is it? The Second Amendment is in the Bill of Rights. It is one of the Ten Amendments. Is that have to do with directions? Take a right turn? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. So the Bill of Rights was ratified by the U.S. Congress on December 15th, 791. The Second Amendment was ratified. S- 791 that was a long time ago 91 i didn't know this country was around that long ago yeah this hasn't been very long actually that's like 1300 years ago its full reading is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed so why do they need bear arms what it says they can keep bear arms but no bear arms means like hold arms keep arms like oh, own arms like like we can wear sleeves. carry arms we can wear sleeves then is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> i thought this was gonna be a more serious show zach i'm totally serious man 
this sounds important because you said it was Congress. You said it happened in the year 791, and it's a bill. So do we have to pay this bill? <laughs> no. No? So I think we should I think we should break this down, right? So, okay. so yeah. the first one is a well-regulated militia. Well-regulated doesn't mean the same is that, now as it did then. Is that meaning they're, they all go to the bathroom at a regular time? They're regulated? So, kind of. Oh, but yes. that's not that specific activity. Is uh, that what you call it? Back then, reg- well-regulated meant, you know, like well-rehearsed or uniform. Hmm. Um, that's what I like about you, so, Jordan. So skilled, it, learned, knowledgeable, knowing how to use arms. So weapons, guns. Actually, right? none, of, none of this sounds like you. That's what real, well-regulated mean. Okay. And then we come to militia. That sounds bad. Highly controversial topic. Ooh. Militia is bad, right? Well, who is the militia? Sounds like a military term. It probably means the Marine Corps or the Navy. No, no. so that's the that's the military. But isn't that the same? The thing? militia is not the military. No. Does it mean Paul Revere? British are coming? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going with that. Wasn't so, he part of the militia? So the militia is us, all of us. And why do we say that? Wait, right? I don't want to be the, in the militia. The framework for the Second Amendment was for the right. Actually, all of the amendments, the framework for all of the amendments was for the right of the individual people, not the collectives. Yet, people try to say that the Second Amendment is only for the collective. So the, okay? the, the Bill of Rights gives you rights? I thought the, Constitution, the Bill of Rights was was protecting God-given rights yes, that are yes, limiting con- government. It's yes. not so much about granting us anything, but telling the government where they can't go any further. Correct. And it's it's protecting basically our individual rights. Right. Assume under the assumption that they have already been given to us, right? It's not the government giving them. Right. Because who who the gives them can take them away. And so that's important. <clears throat> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so getting back to what I was saying, the first phrase, well regulated militia. A lot of people say that the militia is like the military, right? Right. But, but makes sense. That would go against the framework of all of the Bill of Rights. You're saying right? it doesn't fit with the theme of the rest of them. Correct. Um, it's our individual rights, our individual people. Okay. So I really like a quote by a guy named Tench Cox, who was a, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds painful, man. (laughs) Are there multiple? Not Tench Cox. Tench Cox. Maybe it's Tench A. Cox. He was a politician and he wrote in 1788, who are the militia? That's a long time after 791. Stop interrupting me. He wrote, who are the militia? Are they not ourselves? Is it feared then that we shall turn our arms, each man against his own bosom? Congress have no power to disarm the militia. Their swords and every other terrible implement of the soldier, because they're under the, he's assuming that normal people like us have the same weapons as the soldiers in the military, are the birthright of an American. The unlimited power of the sword is not in the hands of either the federal or state governments. But where I trust in God, it will ever remain in the hands of the people. I'm not going to lie. You lost me at bosom. That was three years before the Second Amendment was written. So how did they define bosom back then? (laughs) That's irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was kind of the most important thing he said in that. So in your own words, what is he saying? So we're talking about what is the militia. And I was using that to explain that these men at the time were talking about us. So would it, would it be fair to say if you have a bosom, you're in the militia? No. Why are you hung up on that word? I I told you, you lost me at that word. Okay, whatever. Well, you don't have to listen. Wait, wait, wait. That's not accurate. I mean, technically that should be accurate, right? So another quote, (laughs) George Washington said, 
A free people ought not only to be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who should might attempt who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. Did he say that before or after he invented peanut butter? <laughs> George Washington invented peanut butter? Yeah. You didn't know that? Isn't that there there's so many false stories about George Washington. That's probably one of them. Well, yeah, probably. You can never read anything or believe anything you read on the internet. Thomas Jefferson. Ooh. No free man shall ever be debarred the use of arms. That was in a proposal for the Virginia Constitution. I got a Thomas Jefferson quote. What's yours? I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Mm. Ooh. That's a good, that's a good one. Ooh. I have another I have another Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. In what country can preserve its liberties? If its rulers are not warned from time to time that this people preserve the spirit of resistance, let them take arms. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. So basically what we're saying here is that they, we're using the founding fathers to explain what they meant by what the militia some of the second is. amendment, what they mean by it's that. It's a common argument nowadays that the militia just means the military. Well, these guys didn't have that in mind. The militia was us, the people. Right. right. And it's to keep the government in check. So this is also talking more about, because it talks about, I've always heard the second amendment is to protect your right to, for self-defense. And it sounds like most of what it they're is. talking it about. Is. That's part of it. Is, it encompasses is, that. Because when I think self-defense, I think someone's broken into your house, something like that. And yeah. I, I know you wouldn't say that that doesn't apply here, but it sounds mostly like what they're talking about is defense against the government and tyranny and exactly. freedom and how you protect that. Right. That was their understanding of, of the militia and the need for us to have weapons hmm. was to keep the government in check. So it's like one of the extra checks and balances that they put into place, like the three branches of government. Right. I have another quote from Richard Henry Lee. Is that Dick Lee? In a letter three years before the Second Amendment, yeah. he said, To preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of the people, whole body of the people, always possess arms and be taught alike, especially when young and how to use them. Would the, would in the whole body, would bosom be included in that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a yes. Richard Henry Lee also wrote in an additional letter three years before the Second Amendment, mm -hmm. a militia, when properly form, formed, man, I can't talk today. You cannot. I'm going to start over. A militia, when properly formed, are in fact the people themselves and include all men capable of bearing arms. So women shouldn't have guns? They should, yeah. Oh. He's saying that, that the militia should be okay. all men capable of bearing That's arms. That's what I was saying. So if you don't have two arms, you can't carry your arms. Oh. <laughs> so what if you thought someone wasn't capable? Don't we have things where we say... If you yeah 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 well, well that's we're, we're getting don't into, get into that right no, now no, okay. we're getting okay, into we're bad. getting into gun laws and that falls under how the Second Amendment's being attacked today right now we're just okay. defining the okay. Second Amendment and a common common viewpoint that the militia is not the people right okay yeah um, so I don't know like if we define I think I think we've defined that pretty well just by using quotes of of we yeah we've used quotes from the founding fathers right that, that what they had in mind was just the average citizen right and the reason that's important is because we are the check and balance of a tyrannical government is if i mean think about right. think about um tyrannical dictators what is the first thing what is one of the first things that they do to gain power they disarm the public it's not that they mm -hmm. are for gun control they're just for controlling who has the guns because someone still has guns in all of this 
And if they can right. disarm the people, they're the ones that are armed. Right. And they're the ones that can oppress the people. Right. I think it was Mr. Adolf who said, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. Because you also have to remember that our country was founded coming out of a tyrannical government. And so it was fresh in their minds that governments, and people really, but governments can turn evil, corrupt. And so they were very concerned with providing checks and balances for the government and they recognize that right think as, about what these guys came out of right they, right I mean, they had probably like, their moms <laughs> i don't really want to think about that actually that's not what i meant oh i mean the, these guys just came out of a war to preserve their freedom right and they, right. they established our country on that right so they're making sure that in the future that we don't have to go through the same thing they so did in the in their war too wasn't there a difference between the army and the infantry and the militia weren't the militia yes. a part of yes the army in a sense but yes it, but they were average everyday right it was Joes. it was people that they pulled like think of the movie the patriot right when they, he goes they just go around and get all the farmers and right people, it's the people and then they form their own militia <laughs> but but i think where the misconception comes in is people think in terms of that where you only need the militia when you're fighting a war and it's just so i think a lot of people think it's like the national guard or something like that i and would they, go further and say they think that you only need the militia when you're fighting a war from foreign right from foreign enemies right but the actual real purpose i would say the more important purpose of the militia is to fight domestic terrorism enemies. no oh no domestic enemies. To finish your sentence like uh like the mayan indians so like like thomas jefferson said in the quote in the quote that i read the the reason for us right is to remind the rulers from time to time that that we will resist tyranny and that that makes sense because it's much harder to impose things on your citizens when they have means to fight back it's because once they once they're disarmed like you were saying that they're not against guns per se just who has them correct they still have weapons police the army the government still has weapons and government by its nature is coercive in enforcing things which isn't necessarily bad but it just means that it enforces things by force and so if it's become corrupt and tyrannical it's going to enforce its bad laws by force and if you don't have anything to fight and defend yourself with then they can take away your life liberty and pursuit of happiness right and the other thing is that that god gave us the right to defend ourselves to self-preservation which is what our founding documents um, are based on the framework of them is is the supposition of that not the government but the government thinks that they gave us this right so they can take it away right what kind of guns do bees use bees yeah like bumblebees um no idea BB guns. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, we needed that. So the last part, last part of the amendment I wanted to touch on. We've kind of established what the well-regulated militia means, why it's why it's important that it's our right, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Mm -hmm. The last statement is that that right shall not be infringed. Do you is... think there's any wiggle room there? Like, did they leave a little bit of wiggle room? Just you know for infringement like in the in the fringe part for, yeah just like on the edges like a fringe infringement a fringe infringement huh i think they did because what if we don't recognize people as people Ooh, ooh. what are we recognizing them as well i mean anytime there's been atrocities committed against certain people groups they've always dehumanized them right they've always had to justify what they're doing well that's how the, that's how the government works is if they want to take something away they will do it 
under the I, I want to say pretense, but that's not a good word. Under guys. the guys, yeah, there's a I good got word. you. Under the guys, like five guys. <laughs> no, under the guise that it's good for you or necessary for your safety or your freedom. Right? I'm kind of hungry now. So they will use that as reasoning to take something away. Right. From no. No. No government has ever come and done something horrible to you. Think of any totalitarian dictatorship or anything like that, and said, "We're here to just screw with you." They always say it's for the public good, for the greater good, for your protection. I mean, why? Why would you come out and just be honest? <laughs> yeah. And I think to be fair, they. There's some I do think that might even believe that it's for the greater good, but it's always done under public safety or for for yeah. your protection. It shall is, not be infringed. Is there any room for is there any wiggle room in that statement, or do you think they were blatant? Don't infringe on this. I mean, you know, don't me. restrict the people's ability to have arms. It's not even just don't do it. It says shall not. It's it's more strong. It's stronger than that. It's saying you can't. Yeah, it's it. not an order. It's saying yeah, yes. you cannot because not, this is a yeah. right that you have. Yeah. It's not a government right that we've given. Right. You. It's just a right that you have. And even even I would argue if the government tried to take it away, they still can't because it's a God-given right. So you have that right to do it. They can't take away that right. They can do it in a sense, but in another sense, they can't take away your right to have it. They can come take away your guns. I mean, you should put up a fight. But All gun laws are infringing on the Second Amendment. Ooh, End of story. All gun laws. All right, so shall not be infringed. In what ways is our Second Amendment being infringed today? How is it under attack? Well, I have no idea. I think that it's probably being under attack. Under attacked? Under attacked. So it needs to be attacked more. It needs to be over attacked. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the under over on odds. That's what we need to look into. So I started carrying a gun with me after an attempted robbery a few years ago. Personal story. I'm sorry here. about that. Well, I mean, now my robberies have gotten a lot more successful. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. No, so how's it how's it's, it being attacked? I would start with media lies and drumming up panic in the people. And this goes back to the 1930s when they passed the NFA. They did the very same thing. That was like 1,200 they, years after the Second Amendment. The best way to control people is to always give them something to worry or panic about and always be feeding them some new hellish nightmare or scary news story, right? And then the government is conveniently the same ones offering the solution to whatever they've drummed so up. So the media is controlling people? Yeah, the media. Well, the government uses the media to do this, right? And the okay. media just loves it. And where um, is the Illuminati in all of this? You didn't let me finish my statement. I'm sorry. You I was, keep I was, interrupting. I was curious. Me. My bad. I apologize sincerely from well, the bottom of my now heart. Now it doesn't mean anything, so. Okay. <laughs> so I was saying, the best way to control people is to always give them something to worry or panic about. Always be feeding them. They're, they're always feeding them some new hellish nightmare, scary right. news stories, like right? Like killer bees. And then the government is conveniently the savior. They're always offering the solution to whatever they've drummed up or the fix or new laws and programs that only have your best interest in heart. Right. Shouldn't we trust them? Because there's a lot of people out there who can't be trusted. Well, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson declared, experience hath shown that even under the best forms of government, those entrusted with power have in time and by slow operations perverted into tyranny. Hmm. But he was a white supremacist. Hence the Second Amendment. But he was a white supremacist, so... Oh, he was? Yeah. Enlighten me. Well, all of our founding fathers were because they all they still had slaves and they didn't 
outlaw slavery. You need to open up that can of worms. <laughs> Maybe not. Fine, I'll go a different route. Why were there only four of them? Four what? Fathers. Four. <laughs> <laughs> now who's doing the dad jokes? <laughs> that you'd appreciate it. Uh, so some of the ways it's under attack, I think, right. is the government is is using the media and lies, mm-hmm. right? False mis. They're they're spreading like false like. Give me an example. Truths. Give me an example of a so lie. So for instance, they, they one spread. of the things you hear right now is, well, it's easier to buy a gun than it is to vote. And the only people saying this are complete idiots who've never had to buy a gun or gone through. That's the a process, good argument. Right? Well, I think I think it's legit. I think it should be easier to buy a gun than it is to vote, but it isn't. You, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, that is a lie. It's I think a lot of people have never bought a gun, and so they don't no. know what it takes. No, because to, to purchase a gun, you have to not only go in, you have to show ID, go into you have what? to fill out like four pages of paperwork. They run a background check on you. And then you can actually take possession. I mean, it's a, it's a long process. I thought you just went down like a back alley in kind of a sketchy neighborhood and hand some cash to That's somebody. how people do it that don't follow laws. Oh. Oh, and those people wouldn't follow them anyways, right? No. No, what but about the, what about the, the answer, online gun but the loophole, answer to loophole. but the answer to people breaking the law mm-hmm. is making more laws. Didn't you know that that worked? Because makes then makes sense to me. Because then the people breaking the law will no, they won't follow the law. They'll just keep breaking the law. Maybe it's just not the right kind of law yet. I think it would... Well, I mean, so the left, they want ballots sent to everyone's mailbox now. I think it'd be awesome if they just sent a gun to everyone, just like, you know, voting. It's it's gun harvesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean, anybody that has gone through the process of obtaining a firearm I mean, knows that this is completely false. I mean, obviously people are going to say it's not the same thing as voting. And it's not. I mean... There, I'm not saying it's not a completely useless analogy, but it's it's different giving someone a weapon than telling them they can vote for an, an elected official. They, right. they are different things. Right. But I think what your point is, is they've lied about it being easier to buy a gun than vote. And they also treat voting yeah, they say this. as something you don't need ID for and all these other things when you have to have all that to go buy a gun. Right. But they don't want you to have to have an ID to vote. They just want you to be able to vote without an ID. That's because voter ID is racist and it disenfranchises people who can't, and by people, I mean minorities, who can't use the internet or get ID. Back to your point about them making it fear-mongering, when you you say that it's just this easy to get a weapon that people are already afraid of or all they see is it being used poorly, because I think one of the ways the, the media manipulates things isn't so much in those areas, but that they only cover, like the, I'm talking mainstream media here, they only cover the bad things that happen with guns. They don't cover them, because isn't it, you knew the statistics on this, how many uh, crimes or stuff were stopped with people with guns, or how many lives were saved by guns. Yeah, but you year. never hear about it. Exactly, because it, it never it gets coverage. It doesn't fit their rhetoric. It never they, gets coverage. They don't want to talk and about so it. And so what happens is, is you never hear that side to guns, and you already don't know much about guns. And so you think, just in general, guns are bad, and the right, people that they, have them must be as well. Right, they, they are able to essentially change people's opinion on something just by using media and words that we see on TV, right, and, and the news by constantly saying that guns are scary, guns are bad, guns are doing all these outlying horrific events, right? Right. And so we need to get rid of them. Well, and they're also forgetting That's that how they pass the NFA. They've all, they're also forgetting that, that a gun is an inanimate object, which I know you've called me a few times, but this one actually is. So a gun can't do anything. Are you, are you sure? Because, because Mike Bloomberg disagrees with you. Michael does? 
Yeah, he said, Mike said, I don't know why people carry guns. Guns kill people. That's no, no. Did you know that they he's, just jump out of your pocket and shoot people? It's the bullets that kill people. Oh, yeah. okay. The it's gun is just an first. armament. I want to use I, that word What again. I'm getting at, though, is saying stuff like that is rewiring people's brains. Okay. Because, because rewiring just by, it? yeah, because by saying that, like you automatically think in your head, well, guns are bad. He's wrong. It's not guns that kill people. It's the people holding the gun that kill people, right? It's not the, it's not the tool. Should we ban cars because drunk drivers run people over or alcohol? Oh yeah. That works. Prohibition. Oh man. That's why. Never mind. Yeah. You know, if we just banned alcohol, people would stop drunk driving, drinking and driving. Yes. Cause if you drive hammered, you'll get nailed. <laughs> and some people just want to get nailed, dude. So another thing is another thing that is a lie that they spread and people just and, believe. And they is the media. Or it slowly breaks about. people down psychologically is the term assault, right? Assault weapon, assault gun, assault ban, mm-hmm. right? They throw this term right. around like it's something that exists. And it doesn't. An assault rifle is something that the military uses. We don't, we don't have those, okay? We don't we, have the military? No, we don't have an assault rifle. But now they've oh. started calling everything that they want to ban, anything that looks scary or whatever, assault weapons. But isn't that because what, what they've done is they've taken a negative word, a, a word that has a negative connotation, and just right. slapped it on there so that it sounds bad. There's real no, there's really no definition you're, you're saying, to what an assault weapon is. It's just whatever looks scary and what they want to ban. You're at the saying moment. this is another way to make guns seem scary is yeah. to label them an assault. Correct. Something. Yes. 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 But doesn't assault rifle? Isn't that all ARs? No. It's it's what the military uses. They have a full. So here's the here's the thing. There's a difference between semi-automatic, which is what we as citizens have. That's what that's what almost all handguns do is semi-automatic. One pull of the trigger, one bullet comes out. Right. Okay. All, almost all handguns, for the most part, are semi-automatic. Hunting rifles, ARs. Wait, which ones aren't? Like uh, muzzle loaders type handguns? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they're single, like revolvers are not semi-automatic. It's still one. I mean, they're double action, but still one trigger pull. No, they're not semi-automatic. Oh. Semi-automatic is when is when you pull the trigger and it cycles the round and automatically loads the next one for you. That's a semi-automatic rifle. But you pull it and it pulls the hammer back and cycles the cylinder. That's not semi-automatic. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. So you wouldn't be a good spokesperson for Wait, the difference between but semi-automatic But I'm going in front of Congress tomorrow. Okay, getting back to assault <laughs> rifles. That's what the military uses. AR does not stand for assault rifle. AR is Armalite, which is the company that patented the design. Oh. We as citizens have semi-automatic rifles, not automatic rifles. Should we have automatic? I think so. Okay. But we've already talked about Right. Military, that. we should have Military have, have full automatics where they can pull the trigger and the and the gun fires repeatedly. Right. We have semi-automatic, which is one pull the trigger, one bullet comes out. Right. That's it. That's the majority of guns. So if you if you're gonna say that those are bad, it's not just the scary looking black AR fifteens. It's also the semi automatic shotguns, the semi automatic rifles we use, you know, like if we're deer hunting. It's the all almost all of the handguns that we own, they're all semi automatic. Right. And it's not the action. They're just saying, well, that's scary so, looking. So, so it's you, assault what weapon. you're saying is that by going after what they label assault weapons, which covers all semi-automatics, it's not going after a single type of gun. It's going after all guns. So you're saying this is a way it's an attack on the Second Amendment, not just. Yeah, they're using this term that doesn't isn't really defined to just label whatever they don't so like. So they can go after any gun is what you're saying. Pretty much. But yeah. the majority of these politicians are so stupid, they don't know the difference <laughs> between a semi-auto and an automatic gun anyways. Yeah, I mean... I agree, but 
it is important to remember to refute their points, not just call them idiots. Well, they are idiots, so... <laughs> All right, so... You do make a good so point. So using the media to lie, to spread right. lies... That's how they're attacking That people our... think are truth because oh. they've said it enough and loud enough and long enough. Right to sleeves. There's also... They're also attacking it in our legislature. I mean, just at the federal level this year, there's been two bills that uh, are particularly terrible. The first one is H.R. 8, which passed the House at the end of February. We're talking about D.C. here, not state-specific. But it basically... H.R. stands for Human Resources? Yep, that's what it stands oh, for. Nice. Uh, so this bill passed the House, hasn't been seen in the Senate yet. If it does pass the Senate, which I don't think it will, it's going to be challenged in court, but it essentially criminalizes all firearm sales, gifts, and loans between private party people without going through a federal firearms license dealer process, FFL process. So I couldn't loan you my gun to go shoot a deer without us having to walk down to the gun store and do an FFL transfer process, which is a pain in the neck, right? I can't just hand you my gun and let you go Isn't borrow Isn't that it. to prevent the criminals from getting guns? Yeah, because criminals follow laws, so. That's what I heard. Yeah. Also. I, I saw, I actually saw someone, they're about to go rob a store, and he first went to the gun store to do the FFL, FFA or whatever it's called, to hand him the gun. Then he went and robbed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. So here's the thing. They're not going to just all out ban arms. They're going to attack with it legs. with baby steps. They're right. going to get rid of things first that aren't very inconveniencing the majority of the people. And then they're going to go for the heart. Yeah, of it. it's a it's a slow burn. But there's also some particularly wonderful idiots who just go <laughs> how, all out how do you really and try to ban about, guns. How do you really feel about these? Now guys? comes into play H.R. 127, which was introduced this year. Oh, man. It was introduced by... Sheila, Shyla Jackson. Sheila. If you guys haven't heard of this lady, she's she she knows a lot about guns, um, mm. as you can tell by by this clip right here. I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I had it. It is as heavy as ten boxes that you might be moving, uh, and the bullet that is utilized, a 50 caliber, these kinds of bullets uh, need to be licensed and do not need to be on the streets. So okay, I wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's impressive, dude. I need to hire her to come so, move for me when I need to move places. She so can my, carry 10 boxes at a time. My five-year-old son can shoot my AR, which shoots a teeny tiny little 22 caliber bullet. He shoots an AR, but he sure can't pick up 10 moving boxes at the same time. That's what I'm saying, dude. She needs to start a moving company. I mean, so as you can tell, she knows a lot about firearms. And so she's introduced this bill, which is for all of our benefit. Um, right. <sighs> This list is so long what this bill covers. I'm just going to try to hit a few of these, all right? Okay. This hit bill me. establishes a public gun registry. So everyone everyone can access your private information, like where you live, what kind of guns you have, and where they are stored in your house. That's no big deal, right? It forces you to pay for a <laughs> it forces you to pay for quote firearms insurance, which is conveniently provided by the federal government. Nice. It bans any magazine with capacity over 10 rounds, which is pretty much the majority of all magazines that exist. It bans numerous guns, and it paints with such a broad brush that the many guns are not very well defined in this bill, so there's a lot of gray area for them. Right. It provides minimum sentencing for so-called violations of this bill, including massive prison terms. An example, if I possess an unregistered, unlicensed Glock 19, which is a widely common handgun for I mean, I own one. You get 15 to 25 years in prison. The only way to get a license for that gun so that you don't go to prisons for 15 to 25 years is to petition an anti-gun liberal attorney general for one. Also, 
It makes it illegal for anyone but the owner of a firearm to possess it. Getting back to, I can't just let you go shoot a deer with my right. hunting rifle. Right. Which is or the only way shoot it at you the end range. up getting deer. Is right? I, I can't let you... <laughs> <laughs> also, there is no grandfathering for magazines or firearms. We will all be felons. So grandfathers can't have guns either? <laughs> no, that's not what it means. Oh. Basically, so, grandfathering means if you not... already owned it, the law doesn't apply to you. Oh, dude, but they're not saying you can't have them. You just got to ask for that permission That is the loophole first. they think that they have to get around the Second Amendment. They'll say, well, this is what they said right. about when the NFA passed. They said, well, it's not a ban on guns because a ban on guns obviously is, a, is infringing on the Second Amendment. It's just a restriction on guns. Right. So we're not saying you can't have them. You just have to go through all of these processes to get them, right. which is almost impossible. And and you're going to go to prison for a very long time if you do any of it. They use the same argument with the NFA when they banned um, machine guns. They they use the media to basically drum up all this panic and, and Hollywood all around these machine guns when almost no one had them. The only people that had them were rich gang members. And there was a few outlying horrific events that happened. And they, they panicked. And right. they, not panicked, but they reacted to that threw together this bill banning machine guns and making it almost impossible to get them because these guys that own them weren't even going through the legal process to get them in the first place. So the bill had no effect. So Because it wasn't inconveniencing that many people because not that many people owned them to begin with. I'm not a very observant person, but you seem a little passionate about this. I'm not passionate just, at all. Just a little bit. So I would say getting back to when we were talking about the Second Amendment and how it says that, that this shall not be infringed. The point is, wait. I heard. I heard it's okay to infringe a little bit. Is that is right? That, that's what that's I'm what saying. Hear, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, when they like it, so. them saying that. Well, we're not taking away your right to own a gun. Is not. It, it doesn't say that you can't take away just the absolute right. It's saying that we have a right to have them, and you can't. We'll just make it as hard as upon possible. it at all. Meaning, meaning you can't. You can't even have a little bit of it, which is what they're they're trying to do. Hey, what do you call a sweet gun? What? A desert eagle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All you desert eagle. That one's as heavy that as one. <laughs> 11 boxes. <laughs> it might be heavier than an AR. <laughs> that thing so kicks up. I think punt. what they should do, though, if they do implement this, is have a direct chart of each gun and how many boxes it weighs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just curious, like, like, what's the weight of a Glo a Glock 19 in boxes? Because I mean, it, real if an realistically, a, if an AR is in ten boxes, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. AR 15, I'm assuming, is what she was talking about. Is ten boxes. So, what's, dude, I don't what's even think Glock? she knows what an AR 15 is. Glock? She just sees AR and thinks it's a scary bad gun. Yeah, but there's got to be a conversion rate, dude. There's there's six year olds that that compete with ARs in shooting competitions. Do you divide by boxes or do you divide by <laughs> guns? All right, so <laughs> the Second Amendment is under attack. I mean, it's under attack right now. These two bills at the federal level are. I mean, these are these are real. These are going on right and, now. And 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 at the at the end of the day, the way they're under attack is they make it harder for yes. citizens to get guns, especially. Poor yeah. and vulnerable citizens yeah. who can't afford their the taxes, the exactly. insurance, stuff like that. It makes it so less people can defend themselves. Right. And the reason they're attacking it from this viewpoint is they hope that everyone will just continually falling on little bit by little bit. And eventually we're going to get to the end where you can't even. Right. And you can't buy a gun to, at And all. to be fair, a lot of people do it, I would say, maybe not as much the politicians, but a lot of people are on board with this because they, they think in terms of good intentions, if you will, behind it. They're like, oh, we're preventing bad things from happening, which isn't true. The statistics don't back that up. 
But I would say that they they see it as a bigger threat to have people that could potentially do something unlawful with a gun than it is for people to not have Here's guns the thing. at all. Gun like, laws only affect law-abiding citizens. The people that are committing these crimes are not following the law to begin with. So more laws is not the answer to someone who's not following the law. No, no, I agree. All I'm saying is I do think that people are approaching it. I think a lot of people in the general public that support these things are approaching it from the standpoint as they see it as a greater danger for people that could potentially break the law and they think it will stop people that are already breaking the law from getting which it won't which is what your point is they think they see there's a greater danger for people to potentially use these for harm than it is for citizens to have guns to, to defend themselves from intruders criminals and the government so why not ban cars no 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 I, i'm like, not saying like they're could... i'm not saying they're right i think it is a greater danger to because uh, because freedoms come with some people that are going to abuse them there's always risk with freedom. exactly and, and and it's 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 better to have the freedom gun with guns. the with the risk than it is to not have the freedom because then that, you can be completely taken okay, advantage but of. now let's get into summing this up because taking that right like 10 boxes plus 11 no so taking that right there's an estimated 434 million guns owned in America, okay? That's By like four people. And it's got to be way more than that right. because a lot of states don't have gun registries. Nice. That, that's just an estimate. So so here's the thing. This is this isn't this is a non-issue, right? For the for the amount of gun deaths that happen is such a such a pitiful amount compared to the amount of guns in America. The issue isn't that. They're just wait, they're wait, just wait, running what, on What what is that a non-issue? What do you, what do you mean? It, it's a non-issue as far as is a safety standpoint, right? That's how they're trying to get rid of it. You're saying the, the real the, reason the percentage trying, of people that are using it yes bad is so small yeah. it's it's not a, yeah it almost it, it doesn't even come up okay yeah, you can't even okay. do the do the math i can't okay. do math but the reason they want to get rid of it is because they know we are the only ones standing in the way of of complete control and complete power right that's why they got to get rid of it right but they're running on the graves of people that have died through gun violence and through guns like a treadmill they're using that as an basically as an emotional attack to to get rid of what they know is in the way of them. Yeah, it's an it's control, an appeal right? to emotion. It has nothing to do with the statistics at all. It, it, that's just what they're running on. Right. I, I they do have statistics, but the, the point of a statistics is you need to know what's being measured because you can make statistics look kind of like anything. And so you just need to know what the statistics are and what they're measuring because they they'll and they'll pick and choose. Both sides do sometimes. I'm just saying their argument of well we're going to prevent deaths, right? Right. Well, then guns aren't something you should even should even be on your list because it's such a small percentage of of, right. of legally owned guns, right? Or, right. or guns people, in America that are actually People die from other the, things much more often and regularly. Drinking and driving. Like go why, that's, like that's completely if you want to use that argument with that no that's completely safe because when you're drunk you're so relaxed that when you get into the accident you're actually fine <laughs> <laughs> okay but but before we, we could probably we, we could probably do more shows on this but well real quick because because this is important we talk about this being a god given right why do we say that why do we say it's a god given right to own a gun because does it I don't think guns are in the Bible at all so well, why I mean, why would starting, you say it's a god-given right just starting in the uh just in the old testament like in the mosaic law god gave people the grounds for self-defense right okay yeah so you're you're talking about when someone like broke into your house at night or tried to kill right. you right. you weren't guilty of killing right. them or using force against them with your weapons at the time right so i think it's a part of god's natural 
order right that we have the right to self-preservation right because you talk about god-given rights the your right to life is something you can defend and it's not just under attack from a potential intruder or something like that it's also under attack from tyrannical governments and you're correct and and so because it's god-given god's given that to you and and so other people can't infringe upon it either and you have the right to protect yourself right yeah it's also our responsibility particularly as men to to protect our families and and through that is also defending ourselves against the government tyranny right so before we finish up i i have one more one more thing to say is it another um, dad joke no do you want one? Oh yeah i'll, I'll give love you your i'll dad give jokes. you i'll give you Just another kidding. joke i have a i have another good joke oh so my friend claims that he can print a gun using a 3d printer okay but i'm not that impressed I have had a Canon printer for years. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Real quick, okay. So my, this is my last word on this. Okay. I'm really passionate about this subject. I couldn't tell. There, There's a reason they want to get rid of our firearms, okay? Think about it. They aren't for gun control. And when I say they, I'm talking about the people in power. I'm talking about them. Federal government, particularly. They're for controlling who has the guns. Because at the end of the day, it's you and I they don't want having guns. That is why the Second Amendment exists, to hold them in check. They're still going to have guns if they get rid of ours. They're going to sensationalize tragedies, which we as a people can get through. But they're going to sensationalize tragedies and use media and our school systems to eat away at our society's perspective on the Second Amendment and firearms in general. Remember, you can vote in a tyrannical government and you can vote in socialism. But you have to shoot your way out. I didn't interrupt you once. I let you have your whole quote. That was impressive. I know. I know. Anyways, in summary, the Second Amendment is about the God-given right, limiting the, the government on taking away your God-given right to self-preservation, primarily through the owning of weapons and firearms in particular. It's under attack right now because they, <laughs> the government, corrupt government is trying to take it away through small means of laws that eat away at your, that infringe, encroach upon your right to own it. And it's biblical to have guns and firearms and weapons because we have the God-given right to self-preservation. And it's seen through the case law in the Old Testament primarily of you were allowed to defend yourself from intruders at night and you weren't guilty of bloodshed for using whatever weapon you had to get rid of them. Thanks, guys, for listening. I hope you guys enjoy our show. If you do, give us a like on Facebook. Also, check out our website, brothersargue.com, and you can find us on any major podcast app like Podbean, Apple Podcasts, right. Spotify. Right. And sh- share it with people that you think might benefit from this or like making fun of Jordan. Or if you hate us, let us know as well, and we'll probably just ignore you. Oh, I take those personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, remember, Jordan carries guns because he doesn't have real guns. Just a dad bod. (laughs) (laughs) That'll wrap us up. Till next time, everyone, love God and go have a disagreement with someone. Patrick Henry says, the great object is that every man be armed. Everyone who is able might have a gun. Ooh.